This is Cultural Theories and Misunderstandings of a Madman. I am Samuel Kilhall and Hallball. Welcome to the cast. Hey guys. Uh, uh, let's see. So they 
than the metal one. Just so it, it's more, it's more uh, durable. I haven't broke it once. I do. I know one thing. It, the, um, it's got a great fidgeting. It feels great to fidget with, though, in the sense that uh, there's a turn part of it for uh, uh, how much air intake and stuff you can fidget with, and it's nice. So it's sort of a satisfying click, click, and then it's a nice satisfying slide snap kind of motion whenever you're when you're messing with the barrel of it. So it's just like a click slides, click slides, kind of snap, right? Just like the mechanics of it, it's just, it's just, it's just satisfying to me. Because I sort of a, I'm sort of a fidgeter sometimes, but I don't, I have it in my pocket, just, just so I know I have it. <laughs> it's a kind of, kind of thing, kind of thing for it. And, I, and it's got. Literally no ignition source whatsoever, and I mean no ignition source. It, all it is is purely like, it, all it is is like an air, I guess like an air freshener. I guess you can sort of classify as that. I guess, but it's no air freshener at all, and there's no vapors whatsoever. All you, all it is is like basically you're huffing. It's basically like you're huffing something. It's basically what the fucking thing is. It's basically, it's a fancier version of huffing something. Instead of having the fumes of a vape or regular tobacco and a lot of stuff, it's basically you're huffing the stuff in the sense of the scent. If uh, you have an air freshener in your car, you're basically huffing your air freshener in your car when the, when the air conditioning is going or something like that. Or if you spray something in the air, you're basically huffing that, but in a larger quantity, in the sense of you have more air space or the aerate. This is more of a condensed. Is it qualified? It, it's like a, it's like like a qualified, not condensed, but it's like a more localized version of it in the sense that it's not the harsher, it's not the harsh chemical of a glue or a paint. Or paint thinner, or gasoline, but it's whatever the scent is that you that you would get off of. Say, like if you're chewing gum and stuff, that kind of chemical. It's basically literally that. Pieces of shit. I can't say pieces of shit because the people who would dip with menthols, like the menthol flavor or whatever. Yes, people would equivalent with that. But no, it's not that at all. Because the difference between a menthol flavoring in the sense that people say, oh, it's, the menthol is basically mint. No, 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 no. Menthol, in the sense of me growing up with people who smoked and dipped for almost 30 years, growing up around that, yes, that is fucking disgusting. In the sense of especially the dip part, but I grew up around it enough to it. I can distinguish what a fucking mint flavoring is versus what an actual menthol mint flavoring is or 
mint or green or whatever the fuck it is. Because a tobacco version of whatever it is is a distinct flavor of smell. And the reason I say that is because these are people who are actually dipping it in the sense of actually tasting it and spitting it out and stuff like that. They're not... No, 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 no. They're not actually doing anything with that. All they're doing is lightly flavoring a, a chemical tobacco smell just so it's slightly more pleasant to the people around them not the horrific uh, tobacco smell that you would get if you had just straight tobacco. I've, as vaguely as I remember back in the 90s, and I mean vaguely, because I was like young, young back in the 90s, um, straight tobacco smelled less, straight tobacco did not smell as bad as Today's tobacco. Today's tobacco smells worse. Especially uh, dip. In a certain, to a certain extent because people don't know how to properly uh, dispose of their dip spit. Especially the fucking morons who don't know how to properly deal with it. And then there's the people who just uh, swallow it. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. I just gagged with it with you, you listeners. And, um, at least it's their own. Anyway, let's get off that topic. Ugh. Ugh. I'm a lighthearted in there. Light, light, lightheaded. Lightheaded. On my fucking ass. Ugh. Excuse me, madam. Excuse me, madam. You, you take down here to the main street, and Blue Beauty Salon is down there at, at the square, at the cut-in kind of deal. I always forget how what southern accent I do sometimes because I just slip into it depending on what people can and cannot hear or understand me or whatever because I have such a mashup of things that I need to hear myself back to do the right accent because I can't remember it half the time I whipped out a proper kind of speech pattern that was a little southern <laughs> like 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 North Carolinian southern like slightly deep and it was like and, I, and my sister was driving a uh, sister was driving a uh, a customer to a location and stopped by to pick up pick up something from my house and the, the nice lady was this is back when she was uh, doing a nursing and stuff and uh, like the CNA kind of is it CNA it's whatever the thing is that you drive the old people's car for them while they while they're in the passenger seat and they're going to appointments and stuff like a hair salon or a doctor's appointment or whatever so the hair salon happened to be near 
near my house so that she stopped by real quick to pick something up because she forgot something. I don't know, I forgot right what it was. And the the lady was was very nice. I liked her. Very nice lady. And I said it in a quick mumbling fashion like my normal self in the sense like I would miss certain words in my sentence because my my mouth is faster than my my, my brain's faster than my, than my mouth or whatever the vice versa whatever it is in the sense that I would you guys listen to me enough I would I skip words I was like okay back up and then I say in a clear decisive proper southernness like southern politeness of what the fuck I just said and it shocked my sister so much and she said Samuel what the fuck did you she didn't say fuck but she's like what the hell did like not hell she's like Samuel what did you do it, it caught my sister so off guard that the lady is like oh that's nice I like that kind of like I like I like how you said that. that that was very nice that was very sweet she th- she thought it was cute and my sister was so shocked that I did it that way <laughs> and I'm like uh okay yeah this is normal I can speak like this too <laughs> my sister will have to but if I get my sister back on here I have to get her to tell it because I can't remember exactly what I said or how I said it it's been about two years ago now. It's not three, three, almost three years now since I've said that, whatever that was. But that experience is just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. I guess it stopped raining. Or, or it's about to start, or it's about to continue raining. I can't remember which. Uh, boys need to cook up something.
somebody that knows me or I know them. I can't remember. I know their face. I don't remember their name. Ugh. Yeah. It looks like it's just finished raining, but I'm not sure. It's hard telling because the sun's coming down right now, too. So, I'll talk to you guys later. Hey. somebody or box somebody or kickbox somebody or something similar to that or jiu-jitsu or whatever or whatever the martial arts is to subdue somebody and they and they have to do and they have to always graduate with a black belt or at least whatever the closest to a black belt is that's not a black belt. They have to have one of those two belts. And they have to keep that kind of belt for an entire year. 
along with the normal training that's going on and after their first year of training like whatever at the academy or whatever six months in they put their put on ride-alongs with cops in multiple different areas not just their area that they're going to be designated to and then but next six months they still but they still have to do the training courses and their jiu-jitsu and everything like that they have to like it's mandatory they have to
of ride of ride alongs with the local areas of cops and stuff, and they have to mandatory write up a report after every ride along just so they can get used to the paperwork and stuff. And they, and they have to make it twice. They have to make it to the teachers and they have to make it to the station. And they still have to do their normal training for everything else.
involved in any cases and you can't be involved and you cannot be involved in any cases that have to do with uh, certain priorities in the sense of it's already mandatory you cannot be allowed to work on any cases that have that are actually related either by blood or by name to you that's even during a police officer you can't have that have to 
some kind of martial arts class there's like jiu-jitsu mixed martial arts uh, boxing kickboxing uh, all kinds of stuff if it's a martial arts you have your brain once a week to be in that therapy and and weapon training. So you have three mandatory classes a week that you cannot miss at all. Even if you are sick, you are mandatory to somehow get those classes done even if you are if you are deadly sick you have to have a note for all three classes separately not the same note separately for four years straight weapon training should not if you're doing this once a week the first couple months, it's going to be grueling, hellish, and you and you don't remember anything. As soon as you get into a rhythm, doing this once a week, you should already be finished with the majority of your weapon training before noon of whatever time's on your end. Therapy should be at least in the beginning, middle, or end of the day depending on what time zone, depending on what place you're at, or whatever. Then, therapy sessions of my own prediction and what I remember and what I've been told and what I've seen a normal therapy session usually lasts at least two hours depending on the session at least minimum an hour a single hour minimum Jiu-Jitsu, or whatever martial arts it is, that's always going to be a mandatory thing anyway, so however long that usually takes for those classes each day, as far as I can, I mean, as far as I, I'm hearing all the podcasts and stuff, each class is maybe three hours. Like, because it's a morning class. These classes, they're like going in at like 8, eight in the morning. They're not getting out until like 11. Or 12. 8, 9, 10, 
that's not those things are not that crazy ride-alongs are usually a whole day event anyway, if not 10 hours or 8 hours long, usually is what a ride-along is usually, it usually is, it's anywhere between 8 hours to 12 hours is a ride-along, so it can be a whole day, it can be an afternoon, or it could be just a little bit. But it cannot be, but it has to be a minimum of six hours for ride along. Minimum. And these are the kind of things that all the mobsters are usually going to be doing it too. Of course, they go through a more vigorous process depending on which family is doing the training and stuff like that. So, yeah. Usually what it is. Have a good day. Okay. Hopefully my stupid phone doesn't conk out this time. Um, turned itself off to or, or something when I was trying to record uh, Saturday and I talked the entire way home for like a good 25 minutes and the stupid phone didn't even re fucking record any of it fuck basically a recap of what I, what I was trying to say that got deleted Saturday, as I had a work Christmas party for Box Company, and we had the restaurant that catered was JD's, I think it's what it was called. It's a barbecue restaurant in uh, near near Valdez, North Carolina, near the 127. Um, is what I remember the directions and stuff. I don't remember if I've ate there yet before or not, but the food that they catered, like, gave us for the catering that, that the company ordered for the food. The food was actually warm this time. It was actually hot 
in the sense it was nice. It wasn't burning hot, but at least it was warm hot. It was kept warm hot. Because last year's food, um, it was catered, but the place that catered it, uh, they had their own catering people, and they put the food too fuck. They put the food on the plates too fuck too fast, or something, or they or they thought they were gonna have people immediately show up, grab their food, and, and eat. No, it. The way our company does it is that once everybody, at least a good number of people, get there, then uh, boss man has a, like a speech, like maybe less than five minutes or less, five minutes or less, and then after that he, uh, then we eat, we pray, then we eat, and then after we eat, we do door, uh, we do first calling, and then we do second calling, and. Like we do second calling for food, and we do desserts, and then we and we do door prizes. And after door prizes, we do one more speech or or something, and then and then and then people can go home as they want. Well, other people want to dance or not. This time, not nothing special. It was just it was short, short, sweet, short and sweet. That 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 that. So. Short and sweet, in the sense that all we all we did was people showed up. We had hot, warm food and a, a little speech. Hot, warm food, and then people ate. Grab, ate dessert. Then people were mingling, talking, dancing, or maybe dancing and then then we had door prizes extra little talk people went and people started going home and, and other people started dancing and stuff food wise what we had I'm going to go with what we had through and then I'm going to go through what I thought about it we had drink was. We had sweet tea, we had unsweet tea, we had lemonade, we had cans, like normal little 12-ounce cans of uh, regular Mountain Dew, regular Coca-Cola, Diet Coca-Cola, regular Pepsi, bottles of water, and ice. That's all we had for drinks. For food, we had it was barbecue stuff in the sense that we had pulled pork, pulled chicken, and brisket, sliced brisket, not pulled brisket. And directly next to the brisket was coleslaw. Directly next to the brisket, uh, coleslaw was green bean casserole. Next to green bean casserole was uh, like a diced scalloped potatoes casserole next to that was sweet potato casserole next to that was uh, oh I forgot this, uh, baked beans baked beans was uh, next to green beans and before potatoes uh, uh, scalloped potatoes that's what that was and then so in order it goes 
pulled pork, pulled chicken, brisket, coleslaw, green beans, baked beans, potato, uh, regular potatoes, sweet potatoes, mac and cheese, and and a fry roll. Basically, a regular yeast roll, but it tastes like it's been fried. And then we had cutlery. We had plates at the beginning and cutlery at the end. Mm. The plates were not, and the plates were technically not big enough for what, what the way we were serving. And the way we were serving was. If everybody wanted a little bit, everybody can get a little bit of everything. But yet, your, your place can be piled. And not everybody got a little bit of everything. I got a little bit of everything. Because I wanted to taste everything. And, uh, okay, now I'm going to review the food. Oh, and dessert. We had chocolate chip cookies. We had, uh, pump, uh, no, not pumpkin pie. We had, uh, we had apple pie, we had, we had apple pie, pecan pie, and, and chocolate chip cookies as the, the desserts we had, which was on a separate table. We had, um, okay, I'm going to review the food. The okay, good. It's still recording. The pool part was everything was delicious. Everything was edible. Nothing was burnt except for the brisket. In the sense that the brisket was has the burnt edge uh, texture on the outside of the brisket, but the inside of it was not horrifically burnt. That it was that kind of brisket barbecue. Everything tasted good overall. For now, for the individual parts of it. Okay. The pulled pork. Pulled pork was delicious. It tasted nice. It was. It did not. It was not overly moist like a frozen pulled pork, and it wasn't too dry in the sense it was sitting out too long, even though it, all the stuff was catered. But it was just the right amount. The pulled chicken. It was not horrifically dry. Like some chicken gets overcooked. And it wasn't. It was not, definitely not undercooked. Like frozen barbecue sometimes is. In the sense like it really moisture. It was just the perfect right amount of cooking. And it, and it, had, and it wasn't overly flavored. Meaning it wasn't. These things were not bathed in barbecue sauce whenever it came. It was as it came, it is there. Oh, and we had barbecue sauce on the side. Barbecue sauce on the side, real quick, off for an aside, was uh, regular barbecue sauce. I didn't taste that one yet. I didn't taste that at all. Um, but I, 
but I, uh, and then directly next to that we had hot barbecue sauce and next to that we had uh, vinegar barbecue sauce we did not have and then and the and the chicken and the chicken and the barbecue and the uh, brisket the brisket was the only one that had had a little extra flavor to it because it was a it was the burnt smoky texture to the, the meat where the other ones were cooked and pulled which tears away some of the flavor from the skin of whenever it's smoked but it's it's not to the extent that it's just bland it still had flavor in the sense it tasted good and it actually had it tasted like chicken it tasted like pork the brisket was a little dry even considering that it was catering me per my personal preference for brisket is that I do not like it burnt edges all the time and I, I can have it maybe one time for like a little plate but if I have too much of it it just it, it's overpowering and it doesn't taste that great I had just enough the first time around and I thought I was going to get a small piece of, of uh, brisket and I, it was the second sort of self-serving that I, I grabbed a big piece thinking I was going to finish all of it and I didn't get to finish all of it so I put it in my, in my in a, in a to go thing uh, to take some home eat it eat the next day for lunch or something And um, Spicy at all. 
but the straight regular I tried some of the straight regular because the second time, second time I went back for seconds um, they the, the barbecue sauce that's hot was it tasted like normal barbecue sauce with a little kick in it so it was more of like a mild flavoring and it, it tasted sweet but not to the over extent of a molasses sweetness so it was definitely a mustard and ketchup based version of a barbecue sauce with maybe some extra some kind of chili kick but not to the extent that it was over over hot over spicy the vinegar one was basically that kick it up a notch because vinegar will always kick any kind of chili flavoring up a notch uh, because vinegar burns <laughs> vinegar will burn but it will seep into your meat and make it nice and juicy uh, note to self need to add, need to bake with uh, uh, bake with vinegar next time um Oh yes, the coleslaw. Coleslaw was a diced, watery uh, coleslaw with uh, mayonnaise, ketchup. Why did I say ketchup? Why did I say ketchup? It was mayonnaise, salt, pepper, and a touch of vinegar. Not like an overpowered version of vinegar, but like a hint of vinegar. But it was mainly mayonnaise. And uh, it was mainly mayonnaise, salt, and pepper. And the only reason I know it had some vinegar in it is because no coleslaw is that watery without vinegar. And that it was not a coarse uh, uh, cabbage coleslaw. It was more of a fine or just just diced version or diced or grated version of it but it wasn't a mashing uh, fine tuning paste of, of uh, blender uh, coleslaw it was just a regular hand grater version of, of coleslaw but it wasn't cor but it was a little finer than that because sometimes that can be coarse but it's not that but it, it was like an in-between in between like a pre-pre-pre-a, whatever the fucking word that is. Basically, it was between the fine mesh and a hand grater version of diced cabbage. It was like the in-between step. It was that whatever that size is. That's the size of the cabbage. It had no onions in it and it didn't have any uh, carrots in it. It was just straight cabbage. It was straight salt, straight pepper, a dash of vinegar where you can't really taste it, and mayonnaise. That's all it was. It was good coleslaw. It paired well with the meat and meat and the rest of the meal. It paired very well. Next to it was uh, uh, baked beans. The baked beans was delicious, but it wasn't. It was lacking something. I don't know if it was I was missing the barbecue sauce. It probably already had barbecue sauce in it, but I couldn't quite tell. 
But I could tell that it was nicely cooked over an open, uh, not open flame, but like it was, it was thoughtfully cooked. It wasn't just plopped in there out of a fucking can. It probably did, but it didn't taste like it was coming out of a can, kind of baked beans. So I could tell that they took effort into the baked beans. That's what I meant. It was like just missing something. It did pair or pair very well with the coleslaw, though. So it probably was missing a little bit. Next one was the green bean casserole. Green beans casserole was okay. It was the weakest one out of the entire lineup. Um, it was it wasn't mushy green beans and it wasn't squeaky green beans and it wasn't crunchy green beans either. It was the right pairing in between and it had cheese in it. It was a cheese green beans casserole with no crust. The only crust was the cheese. It was pretty good. And it wasn't long green beans like you can, some people put with like the roll up bar, uh so like so like asparagus or whatever, blah blah blah. It was the cut green beans and it was act, and it actually tasted good. It was just it, it was yet to be desired and and, and the vinegar and all and everything else I had with it did not improve the flavor, but it didn't hinder it either. So it was just okay. Even after my second, my tiny little second helping of green beans. Next to that was the regular potatoes. Now these potatoes were supposed, it's supposed to be mashed potatoes, but it wasn't mashed potatoes whatsoever. That was hash brown cheese potatoes. In the sense that it wasn't formed into hash browns. It was hash brown diced potatoes mixed with cheese for a casserole. So basically it was scalloped potatoes. And if you don't know what scalloped potatoes is, it's basically finely sliced baked, uh, finely sliced boiled potatoes or non-boiled potatoes and then cheese layered in between while the potatoes are layered in between that. And then Sometimes it has a crust, sometimes it doesn't. And you just bake it in the oven until the potatoes are fully done. That's what scalloped potatoes are. Sometimes there's some extra sometimes there's a sauce with it, sometimes there's not. This was basically a hash brown diced potatoes mixed with cheese and then baked. It was good. It not what I expected, but it was good. Next to it was a, was uh, the sweet potato casserole. It, it had a crust, but it wasn't a full crust. It was just a top layer crust. The top layer crust was cinnamon, brown sugar, and a little bit of nutmeg. And it wasn't an overpowering amount of cinnamon. It was just a little bit of cinnamon. And the... It was fine, pureed, no stringy, it wasn't a fresh, stringy sweet potato, because if you ever had a regular, straight, fresh sweet potato, sometimes it can get a little stringy. My southern brothers 
and sisters would know what it mean what, what I'm talking about if you like sweet potatoes or or yams how the other idiots like to say it but this was prepared if you ever get in frozen sweet potato patties or uh, frozen yam patties out of the freezer section those things are delicious but if you ever get those out of the freezer section at the grocery store basically they took that and mixed it very well together with probably a little extra cinnamon and, and nutmeg and stuff and then put a crust over the entire thing and it was that stuff that was very very good and it paired very well with the um uh what was it uh it what was it called um Damn it, what was it? Uh, pecan pie, that's what it was. It paired very nice with pecan pie. And then the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese, I'll get to more about the pecan pie in a little bit. The, pe the mac and cheese was very good. It was the Velveeta thick mac and cheese with probably some little bit of dash of pepper on it. Because it looked like it had spice flakes on it. It was super delicious, and it paired well with everything. It did not hinder the flavoring of anything there, and I only got a little bit, but then I got, went back for seconds, and I even liked it even more. And then there was the fried dough yeast roll. Like I said, it's basically a yeast roll that they took, and they put butter on. They brushed melted butter, and it baked it in an oven. In an oven, almost like a toaster oven or whatever, and and now the about the I didn't have the apple pie or the uh, co cookies, which was the uh, chocolate chip cookies, um, because they were I, I wanted the pecan pie. I really like pecan pie. The all three desserts were store bought, but they were these were big portion uh, slices, so everybody can get a big slice of what they wanted. And um, the cookies weren't sliced, but they were just big big cookies, like average big cookies, not giant cookies. Um, I got the pecan pie. And it was like the, it's like the normal standard version of the corn syrup uh, based version of the, it, it with a sugar, sh sort of a sugar cookie, almost-esque pie crust version of a pecan pie is what it was. Um, I like mine not as sweet in the sense of the base. I like it a little bit more, almost a little bit more bitter. Um, not extremely bitter like a walnut, but I like it mine is a little bit bitter. In the sense, I can't, me, my personal palate taste, I can't, I can't stand an overly sweet thing. It just, it just disagrees with me. Sweet tea was good. 
Sweet tea was good. I did not have any lemonade. Um, I had a Coca-Cola can. I took a Mountain Dew can uh, with me for to go after the thing. The door prices went good. Um, everybody wants the TV. <laughs> uh, a... A... A guy, <laughs> the guy that won the TV, somebody was yelling, out, how much do you want for the TV? I guess they were just picking and stuff, but the way it was sounding like this is that, that they were actually going to give him a bunch of money, and then the uh, DJ played along and said, hey, do you want me to auction off it, auction off for you? You can start at it, whatever you want, <laughs> make a pretty good penny. <laughs> He's like, nah, 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 I ain't going to do that, and I asked him, uh, today at work, what he did with the TV, and he said, "I just gave it to my, I just gave it to my girlfriend, uh, because her TV that she has now, it's got like a big black bar on one side of the TV. <laughs> so yeah, it was it, she needed one. I didn't tell her I wanted though. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. And then they had little uh, they had little prank gifts, and then after all the door prizes were uh, were uh, given out, uh, the get, uh, joke gifts uh, were brought back up to stage, and then they were uh, given fifty dollar gift cards uh, to one of the one of the stores around. Either that or it was a Visa gift card from Walmart, something like that, and then. I hanged out with one of my buddies afterward, and then everybody just went home, or I went home at least. There's a couple, of, everybody, a couple other people went home while some other people were dancing and packing up, and that was basically it. Uh, what happened? Yeah. Everybody was having a good. People had a good time. It was fun. It was nice talking to people, and yeah. Talk to you later. Hey guys. I just got off talking to some co-workers at Pizza. About my world and the gods. And I got their takes on it. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. <laughs> kind of reactions and I was like yes that's the reaction I'm going for woohoo I've told at least three people and it's like the opening statement is what if there was two gods we known as one god called the silent god there's only two main rules holy ground and silence the reason I say silence is because the gods of greed, depending on what the tempo is, depending on what the subject matter is, or the music composition, or the or, or the lyric, you know, the lyrics, the composition, the rhythm, the tempo. I've already told you guys about this, but this is a refresher in the sense of opening it up. If it's that, if music is played, this this that, that satisfies the gods, 
they are silent for eight hours, no more, no less. And they let, let the people run wild, let them ask questions. The and the rules for silence are is if the perpetrator is the only person getting silence. Not the whole building, not the whole congregation, just the person on the holy ground that is doing it. In the sense of in the sense of um, if the radio making the sound, bats go silent. And it's a human singing, they go silent. They can still hear and they can hear themselves. But no one else can hear them speak. They've gone mute for eight hours. And I've re-implemented the emblems and stuff. In the sense that I'm going to make them talent abilities. But it's only the first offspring of, um, it's like, it's only the first offspring of the emblem holders. In the sense of, it's like a 1.1% version of the original emblem holders can have or do have um, the uh, power or random power given by birth in the sense of say someone's insanely talented like just like natural gifted people like somebody that's naturally gifted in maybe art or drawing or like, like drawing art or singing or something else. There's nat naturally gifted to this thing. And that's the kind of thing that's implemented. And throughout all the generations and stuff like that, all the mixing and mingling and all this other stuff, is like... That's where the character Red and Eyes come in. The characters Red and Eyes come in. They have those innate abilities that are given to emblem holders. After so many generations, even though their parents themselves do not have parents themselves do not have um, the emblems they have those gifts because it's such a random percentage because somebody in their birth line has the emblem now I've I might need to go back and you, you might need to go back yourselves listeners to somebody I've already I've already said that one, if not 
both their parents. Um, have an emblem from one of the gods. And that's why it's first generation only. From an emblem. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Think about it.